What's up, peeps? As always, I'm your host, Lee Benson. Thank you so much for joining us for the podcast edition of the AEW Insider. Let's get to the show. Well, AEW's badass Billy Gunn will be teaming up with his son on January 7th on an AEW Dark match. I've been following his son for years, and the kid is good. I can't wait to see them in the ring together. I've been telling you for well over a year that Cody Rhodes has been filing for a ton of trademarks. AEW and WWE quickly followed suit. Well, Cody filed for the name of Dusty Rhodes, his father, and it was denied. The crazy part about this is it was denied because of his brother Dustin indirectly. The trademark board sent back the refusal and said that Dusty Rhodes is way too similar to Dustin Rhodes, and that's the trademark that his brother owns. Crazy stuff. I reported a few weeks back that New Japan Pro Wrestling's Tanahashi wants a shot at La Champion's AEW title. Well, Jericho has gone on record saying that if Tanahashi beats him at Wrestle Kingdom 14 next month, Jericho will indeed give him a shot at the AEW world title. Now that kicks ass. Even as much as I would like to see it, I do not want Jericho to lose at Wrestle Kingdom this year because he has not won one match at Wrestle Kingdom yet. So we'll have to stay tuned for the outcome, peeps. And finally for AEW, there is backstage talk about a role for the AEW commissioner. Right now, the front runner for that role is none other than the human suplex machine, Taz. WWE. WWE just released their list of the top 10 matches of the year. And here it goes. Number 10. Seth Rollins vs. Brock Lesnar for the WWE Universal Championship at SummerSlam. Number 9. Charlotte Becky vs. Ronda Rousey for both the Raw and SmackDown Women's Championships at WrestleMania 35. Number 8. The Elimination Chamber. Daniel Bryan vs. Samoa Joe vs. AJ Styles vs. Kofi Kingston vs. Jeff Hardy vs. Randy Orton for the WWE Championship. It was held at Elimination Chamber this year. Number 7. The Bruiserweight Pete Dunne vs. NXT UK's Walter for the WWE United Kingdom Championship match at TakeOver New York. Number 6. Randy Orton Mustafa Ali vs. Andrade vs. Baron Corbin vs. Drew McIntyre vs. Finn Balor in the Men's Money in the Bank ladder match at Money in the Bank. Number 5. Sasha Banks vs. Ronda Rousey for the WWE Raw Women's Championship match at Royal Rumble. Number 4. Seth Rollins vs. AJ Styles for the WWE Universal Championship at Money in the Bank. Number 3. Johnny Gargano vs. Adam Cole Bebe with a 2 out of 3 falls match for the NXT Championship at TakeOver New York. Number 2. 
Becky Lynch versus the boss, Sasha Banks, in the Hell in a Cell match for the WWE Raw Women's Championship at Hell in a Cell. And WWE's number one pick for match of the year is Daniel Bryan versus Kofi Kingston for the WWE Championship match at WrestleMania 35. I agree with maybe three of those matches, but that's really it. The Sasha versus Becky, the, the excuse me, Johnny Gargano versus Adam Cole, and maybe one other one. But the other ones I don't agree with. WWE and Vince McMahon are being sued by a shareholder. Here are the details that have been released so far. The lawsuit was filed on December 26th in Delaware County. It's by an Oklahoma firefighter's pension fund. It claims there is a credible basis to believe that McMahon and other WWE senior officers breached their duties to investors by diverting valuable resources to the XFL. The suit also suggests that the company's board members may have failed to conduct appropriate oversight to ensure McMahon didn't engage in transactions that conflict with WWE's interests. And that is crazy. We know McMahon has been wanting the XFL back big time. He sold off tons of shares to the WWE this year, and plus he made that blood money deal for a billion dollars with Saudi Arabia. So I think what these guys are saying is absolutely true. All right, peace. We'll be right back. We got to pay the bills. Remember to check us out on all major podcasting platforms, Facebook and YouTube, the AEW Insider, and on Twitter, the AEW Insider 1 as a number one. We'll be right back. Welcome back, peeps, to the AEW Insider. Back to some WWE news. Austin Creed, a.k.a. Xavier Woods, does his own video game channel on YouTube. It's called Up, Up, Down, Down, and it is fucking excellent. I love it. He did name his top three NES, which is Nintendo, the original Nintendo games of all time. I do agree with two of them. Number one, he named River City Ransom. Number two, Mega Man 5. And number three... Super Dodgeball. Now, I love Mega Man, but I was more of a Mega Man 2 guy when I was growing up with the NES. But River City Ransom and Super Dodgeball, I played that so much, I can't even fucking start to explain. Well, we know that Randy Orton did resign with WWE for another five years. Before he did that, he was teasing a big-time jump to AEW or New Japan for months. Come to find out, he didn't go to AEW over money. AEW offered Orton less than what they were paying La Champion, Chris Jericho, and Orton feels that he is worth the same, if not more, so he stayed put in WWE. Kofi Mania was a huge storyline this year. For me, I was not a fan of it, but I know a lot of the world was. Come to find out, Daniel Bryan had a lot to do with Kofi becoming champ. Kofi Mania was definitely a very strong storyline. It could be a storyline of the year contender. You talk about the poetic justice that was taking the title from Daniel Bryan. From day one, the beginnings of that storyline, the gauntlet match, what have you, Daniel Bryant was in and out of Vince McMahon's office begging to lose the title to Kofi at WrestleMania. He was so far behind his fellow superstar, he really wanted to see that happen. And that's really, really awesome. And finally for WWE, in very, very sad news, 
Jerry the King Lawler has been deemed a liability by the WWE doctors, which in layman's terms means he cannot do anything at all physical while he works under the WWE umbrella, which to me is nuts because we seen him a couple months ago, about 20 minutes from our house at Wrestling Under the Stars, and he had a full-blown one-on-one match with a kid at half his age. It was insane. So check the video out on our YouTube channel if you like. I have it on there. It's under the AEW Insider. It could have been his last or one of his last matches. New Japan Wrestling. It has been announced that in the year 2020, New Japan will not air on American television. That sucks because they used to air a lot of their shows on Access TV, but starting this year, no more. So as of right now, your only option to see it is to buy their monthly stream, which is only 10 bucks a month. You can go like the NewJapanWorld.com or some shit, and it is awesome and definitely worth it because New Japan has a pay-per-view once a month, but unlike these other companies, their pay-per-views run almost the whole fucking month long. It's insane. So it's definitely worth the investment, and especially for at least January. January for the WrestleMania of New Japan, which is Wrestle Kingdom. All right, on to some random news and then we'll wrap up the show. I told you months ago that that douchebag Jim Cornette made threats to sue the indie wrestler named G-Raver over a t-shirt. The t-shirt that G-Raver made depicts Jim Cornette's head chopped off. It's all bloody. It's got X's over his glasses and it's got a bunch of pins and blood sticking out of his head. Well, Cornette Cornette pulled the trigger and did file the lawsuit over the t-shirt, which is insane. G. Raver took to Twitter, and this is what he had to say about the situation. Just let it be known. I was the guy who didn't back down from that fucking shit legend, regardless of the outcome. It was worth it. I'd lose my ass before I lay down and sign my mouth away. It's been fun, and I can't wait for Christmas. That's awesome. Austin Aries says he loves what AEW is doing, and he has gone on record saying that he does want to wrestle Cody Rhodes in 2020. Now that is kick-ass, and I hope it comes to fruition. Ex-MMA star and future pro wrestler Frank Mir did an interview with Chris Van Vliet. He talked about using his name to jump ahead of the line in pro wrestling and how he felt about CM Punk debuting directly on UFC instead of earning his way up. Mir said that obviously I could jump in there, cash in on a couple of times and show up. I hope that is not what Cain Velasquez is doing. Actually, I don't care what Cain's doing. There's a novelty of Charlie Sheen. That's when someone doesn't really know what they're doing in something, but they have a name. Charlie Sheen did that one-man show, and it was a complete disaster. His response was, fuck you. I got your money. I don't want to be that guy. Not only are you shitting on your fans, you're shitting on other people that have been part of your sport. I was upset that CM Punk got a UFC fight for his debut. If my first match, I jump into AEW or WWE, what a fucking asshole I am. I'm just my name alone. I just jump out there. What does that say about all the other guys who have wrestled for $50 a night for five years? It's a spit into their face. I wasn't mad at CM Punk for getting an opportunity. I was mad because it took the opportunity away from somebody else. Now, if that guy wrestles the way he thinks about life, he's going to be a star. And finally... 
Fightful.com talked with Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks about when the OC Gallows, Anderson, and AJ Styles left New Japan for WWE and when Omega graduated from junior weight to heavyweight in New Japan. They said, We had known for a while that AJ, Anderson, and Gallows were all leaving, recalled Matt Jackson. We thought they were going to TNA Wrestling. I get off the bus and I go, Carl... Hey, are you guys heading to Dixieland, meaning TNA? He goes, actually, no. Everything just changed. We're going with AJ, and we're going to the WWE. They haven't even told Guido yet. Carl calls over Guido, and he looks ready to cry and goes, Hey, man, I know I've been here eight years. I gotta go to WWE, man, and I'm leaving. Gallows is coming with me. He goes over this 20-minute speech about how sorry they are and how they feel like they're blindsiding him, and then they walk it away. And AJ enters a room, and Gallo says, oh my god, I forgot to tell you, AJ's leaving too. Guido goes, what? Guido shake hands with them, and he goes, Kenny, come here. And that's when Omega graduated the heavyweight. All right, peeps. Well, that wraps up our show for this week. I always say this week like I did on the YouTube show, but you know I'll be back in a couple of days. Uh, this video will be on YouTube sometime later tonight. Definitely check us out on all major podcasting platforms, plus Facebook and YouTube under the AEW Insider, and on Twitter under the AEW Insider 1 as a number one. Please check out all the videos that we have on YouTube, and especially our newest one that I posted today or yesterday, which is part one of our best movies of 2019 all right i'm rambling on as always we'll see you guys in a couple day peeps ciao